0: This is The Rich Eisen Show. You've got a big surprise coming to you.
1: Live from The Rich Eisen show studio in Los Angeles. Bruce Arians, I'm sure you've heard a lot of the conversation uh, about why you stepped aside and how uh, you and Brady didn't get along.
2: We've got a great relationship and uh, it's
3: never been sour. The Rich Eisen Show.
1: On the show, NFL Network insider Tom Pelissero. Still to come: Ravens tight end Mark Andrews, plus Cardinals running back James Connor. And now. It's Rich Eisen. That is correct. Hour number two, the Rich Eisen Show on the air here on this terrestrial radio network, coast to coast, the Odyssey app. We say hello to those watching us right now, streaming us right now, live on YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. The Roku channel is going to be our home start next month. And uh, September is right around the corner. It is going to be free on all Roku devices and select Samsung televisions. Fire TV, Amazon Fire TV, sitting there for free on the Roku channel, which is also free on the mobile app, the Roku mobile app that can be downloaded. Desktop, therokuchannel.com. That is free. The Rich Eisen Show going to start a... Hopefully long-lasting relationship with the Roku channel starting in September. And we are so jacked up about it. The we being me, Rich Eisen, along with you, Chris Brockman. Good to see you. Hey, Rich.
0: What's up, man? And
1: Jason Feller hey. uh, finishing up his residency today. Dil Tufo returns tomorrow. Is that what i told him? And then
0: gone Friday. Okay, so we'll see it. We'll see it.
2: We'll
1: see <laughs> it. Why is he coming back? Just to show that he thinks he's part of the program? Is that what it is? <laughs> I'll, is, let it is? It. I'll let you decide. Okay. He's just going to touch up.
2: You know what he is? He's the ghost runner he'll be our ghost runner Just hey guys i'm still here
1: good to see you over there tj jefferson how are you sir
2: let me make sure this mic's on oh yeah there it is
1: oh hey, hey, yo. Hey, yo. Well, you can TJ. do it you can do it uh we chatted with tom Pelissero of nfl network and then uh shortly in about 18 minutes time joining us from the arizona cardinals will be james connor but uh let's turn to the mercedes-benz vans phone line and uh, find one of the best tight ends In the National Football League, entering his fifth year out of Oklahoma. Joining us here is a pro bowler uh, and, uh, uh, I guess, a a roommate of uh, mine and my wife's, my wife Susie, uh, for the NFL Honors. Good to chat once again with Mark Andrews of the Baltimore Ravens. How you doing, Mark?
4: Hey, Rich. I'm doing great. Um, It's good to talk with you again.
1: I know. We were sitting right next to you. You and your mom and uh, me and Susie taking in the NFL Honors that night. I haven't spoken to you since then.
4: (laughs) Yeah, we had a great time. That was a good performance.
1: Yeah, what, what uh, by me? Is that what you are saying, or or you are talking about the host? <laughs> yeah, of, okay.
4: Yeah, the host was good. You were good. You did a great job. Thank too. you.
1: Thank you. I appreciate that, Mark. I'm I'm very fragile. I need that sort of support. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. how, what? You, how'd you enjoy the evening? I mean, seriously, what what do you think of that night back in L.A.? No, it
4: was just a cool experience. You know, just being around. You know, all those guys, all those people. You know, um, a lot of those guys I haven't really seen. You know, in that setting or, or at all. So. Um, just being able to be there, uh, be around, and, and get to meet those type of people—it was really, really fun. S-
1: sitting right behind Josh Allen, uh, but you're big enough to be able to see over him, I imagine, right, Mark? Do you have any <laughs> no sightline issues, right, for you that night? I don't no,
4: no, 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 no sight issues. We're a little mm-hmm. little bit above him, but he's a big dude.
1: He is that. He is that. But you are too, man. So let's just jump right into this Ravens offense and how things are looking uh, in training camp and preseason. Walk me through it Mark how is how are things looking in year five for you and the Ravens uh, offense going,
4: it's, Yeah, it's going really really well you know I think you know for us we had good OTAs you know period but um you know we had a good training camp and and you know kind of finishing up our our last padded practice of camp you know today but um you know we have a lot of guys that are making big time plays um we're extremely focused we're going to be a discipline, disciplined team and um you know I just can't wait you know like I said it's uh, it's 911 um you know against the jets um mm-hmm. you know we're gonna be ready to go we're gonna be excited about that it's gonna be you know obviously a humbling time to be able to play there in new york um you know on that date um you know so we're gonna we're gonna come and, and play with fashion
1: so uh, the offense has um jk dobbins back in it how does he look
4: uh he looks good man he's a He's worked extremely hard just getting himself back in the rhythm and, um, you know, just seeing him back out there the few practices and every time he's, you know, touching the football, every time he's back out there, every practice, um, he's just getting that much better, that much more fluent and and, and comfortable. So um, I'm excited to see where he
1: can get. Well, because I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Mark, you were kind enough to call into this program one year ago um i think it was the day after he and gus edwards went down in the same practice and you walked us through how the team was feeling um and you were very open about that i'm wondering how it must feel for you to see him out there a year later seeming uh ready to go in week one mark
4: yeah like you said man it was tough you know both those guys going down but um, we know the type of player that, that he is and, and what he can do for our team uh, and the type of element that he brings when he touches you know, the field and he's on the field. So um, I think everybody's ex- super excited about that. You know? um, you know, for us, we've got to be able to get our run game going. Um, you know, we've, we've done a lot of things with um, you know Lamar throwing the ball, but <clears throat> it really happens when we're able to run the ball. You know, that's when our offense is most dangerous.
1: And then uh, Isaiah Likely, the kid uh, from Maryland, has had a terrific preseason. Um, he's in the tight end room with you. What can you tell me about him and the role he's going to play alongside you this season?
4: Man, he's just—I mean—he's just, I mean, he's just uh, um, an incredible football player. Doesn't play like a rookie. Um, he's well before his—you know—his years. He's just uh, very, very polished. He's got a football mind, <clears throat> and um, you don't see that a lot with rookies. So. Um, he's going to make big time plays for us this year. You know, all year long, he's going to be in there, um, and I'm excited to see him grow. But you know, he's he's a really, really good player. Um, he's going to be on the field a lot and um, and make it a big place for us. And
1: then, so are you guys the big play guys? With all due respect to your wide receiver room, they're not getting a lot of respect nationally. So, um, what do you think yeah, of that out, that know, statement I, there?
0: That's
4: that's not fair. You know, I. I I'm excited. Like I said, the, the we're almost here. The season is almost here, and we're we're going to show the world, you know, what we have to offer. And and those guys in the receiving room um, have also worked extremely hard, and they've made a bunch of plays in this training camp. And um, and Lamar's feeding them, and so, um, you know, I, I think time will tell. And um, those guys are going to prove everybody wrong.
1: Mark Andrews, all-pro tight end of the Baltimore Ravens, here on the Rich Eisen show. 12 days before the Ravens. Go up to New York and play the Jets to open the season in 2022. So let's get to Lamar Jackson. To use the Tom Brady phrase uh, from this past weekend, he's uh, Lamar is 25 and has a lot of s going on. So um, when when he's out there, is is there any point in time where he's brought up his contract and those talks, or you to him, or anybody that's been around you to him, at all, Mark? No,
4: no. He you, you know he's just such a Lamar is such a low key, you know, low key fun going guy. Um, you know, he's not he's not over here in the locker room, you know, talking talking about his business or what's going on and, and, and this or that. So, um, you know, he has fun with life and um he gets a lot of you know flack for, for just being him. But um, you know, honest to God, he's just a good dude, good person, um, great teammate, and um, you know, everybody over here loves him. So, um, I wish everybody around the world could kind of see that and see how he is. But he doesn't talk about his contract. He's about his business. Um, He's very
1: professional about it. And I understand that. um, But, you know, he's a human being. And I'll just give him my my two cents. I mean, I have an agent. And whenever there's a negotiation and I hear something back through my agent from management that doesn't make me very happy, you know, I do have to swallow things and go on the air and just be – Uh, The same person and not let anybody know that. But deep down, it just it definitely rattles your cage a little bit. Um, He's his own agent. So uh, there's been no sense at all that, you know, he's come from DaCosta's office or from whoever's office and the same guy, nothing at all, zero change mark.
4: Yeah, I mean, I think that they've been, you know, kind of open about, you know, they've they've talked and been here here, you know, and you know, obviously had talks with that stuff. But you know, me personally, I don't know, you know, exactly what they, you know, what their deal is, you know, with a player being their own agent. You know, that's kind of one of those new things. So, you know, I'm excited for him. I I I hope he gets that deal done. You know, because that's my quarterback. I love playing with him. He's a special player. He makes everybody over here better. And uh, the whole team kind of, you know, rallies around him. So uh, we go how he goes. So I'm excited for for him to be able to get that done, hopefully soon.
1: So how has he changed as a, as a quarterback since uh, you broke in together, Mark? How has he changed? Well, I
4: think, well, I think the the, the more years you, you kind of accumulate, you get better and better. You, you kind of see the game a little bit different. You mm-hmm. learn more, but. Um, you know, he's matured. He's, he's become, you know, an overall all around quarterback commanding the huddle, um, seeing throws, everything, you know. So I think, but that's a, that's a, that's natural for anybody. And, um, uh, he's already had such a high, high ceiling and he's just, um, he's just continuing to get better and he's extremely hungry. You know, I, I, he took this time this off season to, um, you know, focus up, you know, have a, have a quarterback throwing coach. Not that he needed it. Um, but he's extremely hungry and um he wants to win and that's really all that matters to him and so um it's it's very evident you know for him for us um what we're all about
1: and um how uh how has harbaugh changed in any way shape or form since you've come in has he changed at all because again it what a what a maneuver to switch offenses midstream and make this lamar's team and now have uh, have Lamar enter year five under whatever circumstances are, are happening uh, and him being able to just, you know, roll with it with Lamar. What about the coach Harbaugh from your perspective? Mark? Yeah.
4: You know, I, you know, for me, I've always, you know, seen, you know, coach Harbaugh as a steady person, you know, he's a guy that um, preaches all the right values. You know, he, he, he's a, um, a leader of men and um, every team meeting, you know, he's instilling the, the good values that, um, that we should all you know take with us each and every day so um you know i love coach harbaugh i love being able to play for him um and so uh, i don't know if he's changed too much but you know he's an extremely understanding person he's able to to see the big picture uh, most of the times he'll probably <laughs> laugh at that but um why would he laugh at that dude and
1: why would he laugh at that
4: <laughs> Just, cause of, just like everybody else, man, we uh, we being a head coach is, is not the easiest jobs in the world, you know, so there's a lot to worry about. There's a lot of things you got to think about, mm-hmm. and um, yeah,
1: so that's one of those deals. Mark Andrews here on the Rich Eisen Show, and how uh, ready to roll do you think Kyle Hamilton is? The You know, I, I chatted with him a couple times, pre-draft, post-draft, and um, the concept uh, around the combine of him as a top three pick was being bandied about, and he wound up going to... Uh, you guys, middle of the first round, how how ready does he look to you, Mark Andrews?
4: I think he's I think he's going to be special. Um, he's got a he, like you know kind of Isaiah, just a little bit different in you know different worlds, but um, he's got a real good football sense. You know he sees you know kind of route concepts and he's able to maybe it's not his you know area of the field, maybe it's not his zone, but he comes off on the play because he sees the sees the whole picture and he's able to make the big time plays and he's rangy, he's long, um, and he's going to be able to cover guys. You know, so I think. Um he's a guy that a, his ceiling is extremely high. He's going to continue to learn to get better. Um, but he's already he's already very, very good, and he's going to be a good player for us on our defense.
1: How's my guy, Ajabo, from Michigan? Do you think uh, we're going to see him soon, Mark? What are your two cents on that?
4: So. I hope so. I have, we've, we've heard, you know, we've, heard, we've seen um, great things about him. I know that, you know, he's a hungry guy, you know, seeing him in the training room, getting ready, mm-hmm. um, you know, hopefully getting back soon and um, getting right, you know, because we need that.
1: Okay. So uh do you want to give your two cents on the Oklahoma season with your new coach, everything coming up? What do you got for me there? Now, cuz now, you know your old coach is here in Big 10 country in Los Angeles, Mark. So what yeah. do you, what do you got for yeah. me on that? Right? What do you think?
4: Yeah. Well, I think is going to be good. You know, I, one of my one of my best friends, um, you know, Tanner Schaefer, is a is a G out there and he says they're looking good. Um I'm I'm happy about Brent Vedables and and what he's going to be able to do. Um, you know, I'm a I'm a Boomer Boomer Sooner for life. I grew up an Oklahoma, fan, so uh, I'm going to be rooting, cheering for those guys, and and um, you know, I think there's going to be big things ahead. Are I'm you excited to for where that?
1: Go ahead. Are you are you like the rest of the Boomer Sooner's rooting against USC as well, or or you no, <laughs> you're above that mark. What do you got? Yeah. Uh,
4: I don't, I don't pay any, any attention to him or him or that program. It's whatever to me. Mm-hmm.
1: It's whatever to you. Now, that's as critical <laughs> as I think you're going to get, Mark. You're too nice a guy. I shouldn't even ask you those questions. You know, I shouldn't, <laughs> I shouldn't drag you into my mosh pit. But, okay, so you got that. Okay, you're not, you're not happy about that. But it's good. You got Venables, who obviously has a, a tie to the program, and now he's got his opportunity there before you go in the SEC and start teaching some people a lesson there, Right. All right? no doubt.
4: Yeah, he's he's been around, and you know, he's an Oklahoma guy. Um, he's going to bring that defense, and um, he's seen a lot of ball. So um, I know everybody's excited about him in the season.
1: And Baker getting another shot. It looks like he's yes. getting. Is is, is is? Do you uh, chat with him any any time? Yeah, he, what you, know, do you got me. On Baker's
4: that? one of my boys. You know, we chat here and there, and we're so busy during training camp. But you know, I just know the type of person he is. That how fire he is. Um, so I'm extremely excited for for him and, and for him to be able to get that QB one job. Um, you know, he's he's a guy that you know that team's going to be able to rally behind him. You know, play you know play behind him, and 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 he's going to be able to lead them. Um, he's a fiery, he's a fiery competitor, and um, you know, maybe that's what you know, maybe that's what they need. So. Yeah, um, yeah. So it'll be good for them. I'm, well, I'm excited for him.
1: All right, tell him I said hi. Will you please? Because you know, I mean, we I follow will. each other. You know, he's 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 kind of gone into a little bit of a shell. He's kind of you know he's tightened the he's tightened the rotation. So tell him I said yes, I said my focused. best. I yeah. will. Yeah, he definitely is focused. I know that, and I look forward to seeing what he can do, and you as well. Um, I always appreciate your phone calls, Mark. Um, send my best everyone there in Baltimore to uh, Coach Harbaugh and everyone else, and let's chat during the season. Look for my calls always, Mark, okay? Rich, thank you. Appreciate you. You bet. You got it. That's uh, Mark Andrews right here on the Rich Eisen Show from the Baltimore Ravens. God bless Lamar Jackson, man. I. Uh, Different cat. Let me just say this. Oh my God, negotiations are tough. All right, I'm I'm just gonna shoot you straight. Negotiating with the NFL sometimes ain't easy. It's just uh, and any negotiation that I've had in my career, way back in the day with the ESPN when we parted ways, anything to do with this show. I mean, you see me sometimes pacing on the phone or whatever. You see me talking to my agent, Jerry, agent of the stars, right? I'm you see sometimes pacing. he delivers me news I don't want to hear. Sometimes You've seen a lot of it.
2: He has to do
3: it.
1: And I try, to, That's his job. I try to keep it from you. I try to keep it from the kids.
2: i are doing a lot of walking.
1: <laughs> I cannot imagine Lamar Jackson going to the Ravens and being told something that he should have an agent here. I I it seem like it affects him though. Dude, I I god, that's why I said that's why I started with this, bless him. Yeah, it's wild. So you're going to go up you, you know Eric DeCoste, you know the general manager or whoever is talking to you, you're talking to the capologist. I have no idea who he's talking to. Could it be Bashotti at one point? I don't know. So the you go at the owner's office, you go to the coach's office, coach might be like, "Look, I I'm I, I'm out of this." Or you go to the GM, GM pulls you in, you're having a talk then you got to go back to the huddle then <laughs> shake that off and, and then be all in with the guys and for the team and be all in for, for your coach and for the organization. Man, I do not know how you silo that. I do not know how you silo that at all. I do not know how you do that. Bless him is all I'm saying. And I hope it, it, the Ravens can get it done. That's why Mark Andrews is hearing that too. Because agents, I know they take a percentage of your salary and you might think that that's not what... Uh, you might think you don't want to give that percentage away. But boy, do they hear stuff and that you shouldn't be hearing. And then be able to just swallow it, assimilate it, and then go out and... You know, call that play. Try to win that game. Damn. Good luck. Let's take a break. We come back and it is time to chat with James Conner of the Arizona Cardinals. We've been talking to him way back in the day when he was with the Steelers. Yeah, man. What a season he just posted with the Arizona Cardinals getting set for another one. That's next on the Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets is removed when you buy playoff tickets with GameTime. Download the Game Time app. Create an account and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit GameTime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account. Redeem my code R-I-C-H for $20 off your first purchase. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price. Guaranteed. 844-204-RICH, number to dial here in the program. Great chat with Mark Andrews. Now let's turn back to the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line. All the fans who are calling in to, to chat with us. Uh, we've got a full third hour wide open, by the way. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. We'll take your phone calls the rest of this hour, as well as hour three. Chris Brockman's got burning questions for all yes, 32 yes. NFL teams. You're going to do what, 32? 32,
2: 32 to 26, okay. bottom seven. Okay,
1: today. if you bottom will. Uh, okay, you're going to rank them. The Cardinals are not part of that, right? They are not. Okay, so we'll be hitting the Cardinals later on as you get further up later the list. Later on very on, good. Uh, this man's about to enter year six of a pro career that is going strong to say the least what a season last year a touchdown maker of the first variety for the arizona cardinals back with the team now once again and back here on the rich Eisen show mercedes-benz van's phone line the great james connor back here on the show how are you doing james uh man
5: rich i'm doing really well how are you doing
1: i am doing better for talking to you what a great season last year i couldn't be happier for you could not thank you brother thank you you, thank you. are very welcome
5: um is that the sort of stuff you've been dreaming about Last season, James? Yeah, man, just, uh, just playing big, you know, just rising up to the moment and uh, just feeling like, you know, playing some of my best ball, even though I still don't feel like it was my best ball. Um, but just, man, just contribute and uh, to just be embraced, you know, and just start something new. It was just real. It was uh, it was just real for me. It was real, and, I, and I, I enjoyed every minute of it.
1: What do you mean you didn't think it was your best ball?
5: Uh, you know, just a uh, new offense, you know. So, I mean, I was – I still feel like I play good ball, but I feel like my best ball is just to come this year with having, you know, another year in this offense. um, Stronger camaraderie with the guys. Uh, Man, I feel like I'm, you know, my body is better, better shaped, stronger, everything like that. So, um, you know, you just just try to get better year after year, and I know where I was at last year and know I was – what this year and what I'm capable of this year, so I just feel like I guess my best ball's coming this year. Well,
1: how, how do I, I? don't really ask many how does it feel questions, but you you have had quite the journey. Um, mm-hmm. you, you you battled illness. You've come back from from uh, from so much, James. But and, and your career, you 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 had your your shot when Le'Veon Bell gave you that shot. Quite frankly, uh, with yeah. his with his situation in Pittsburgh, and then you go to Arizona um in a support role is how you started last year before you burst through You're rb1 on the depth chart right now how does that feel to you james connor oh
5: man um i'm grateful and i'm um, excited to get it started you know it's a big ro- responsibility um but i'm but uh, you can't you know re- re- forget the responsibility and the blessing so um i know that uh you know it's a it's a, it's a big role and, um, you know, I feel like I'm the man for the job. And so I'll just come in uh, day in and day out, giving what I got and just being my best self. And um, and I feel like that's pretty good. So, and I'll uh, just bring bring other guys along, you know, with me, uh, the other running backs as well uh, as the rest of the team.
1: And, uh, you know, the, the concept in Arizona prior to your arrival, and then last year there was a, a similar struggle, finishing strong uh, was always, uh, has been an issue in Arizona. But starting strong this year, could not be more important it appears uh with deandre hopkins going to be out for the first six games is that in is that something that is being stressed to you starting strong as a team
5: um no i think that uh this man that's in the job description you know we understand the circumstances that we're in uh, with players um you know with Hop being being gone and whatnot for the first couple weeks and so um you know, you just day in and day out. We just uh, preach that that message of doing doing your job, doing your role, being your best self, and uh, stepping up, man. That's what this game of football is about. You know, it's about stepping up. And so, um, that's 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 the message. But the message is 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 finish. You know, all the way through. It's finishing. You got to start fast, of course, um, but you got to finish. If you can't finish, then you know what's starting fast. You know, so uh, you don't just want to start fast and leave it at that. So we're just practicing uh, finishing. We're trying to finish hard and practice finishing runs, doing this and doing the little things, you know, right day in and day out uh, in the building. How much did last year's
1: finish creep into your thoughts throughout the months between seasons, James?
5: Um, uh, it it, it crept in there, you know, just knowing how uh, how good of a football team we are. And knowing, um, you know what we're capable of, and the and the talent that we got, um, you know, it's, uh, is we is unacceptable. We gotta finish, you know. And so we had the football team to do it. We had the resources, and uh, now we just gotta, you know, we 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 working until we got action. You know, we got action coming up here pretty soon, and uh, we all the whole squad. We can't wait to get it started.
1: James Conner, Arizona Cardinals, two-time Pro Bowl running back, coming off of a dream season last year, right here. On the Rich Eisen show. So, what, what's it going to feel like first week of the season for you, James? I mean, this is this is it, man. The, you're back. Yeah, the man. football's back. Yeah, I, I yeah. can already hear it in your voice right now. For the before we yeah. take on the Chiefs, too. My gosh, point for point, uh, points of Palooza. This oh, is I, this is it, right? This is great. No, one
5: thousand percent. This is it. You know. So uh, this is this is the stage is set. You know. This is. This is why we work so hard. This is what all summer was about, all offseason. Um, the stage is set, man. We got a great opponent. We at our house. Um, you know, me personally, I feel, you know, I'm juiced up because I feel I'm at home now, you know. And uh, I'm in AZ, and, uh, man, everybody just embraced me here. So now, you know, I'm leaving it all out there on the field uh, every game. So it's just going to be, uh, it's just, you know, just love the environment. I love the city, you know, so uh this is home so I'm just, I'm juiced up and um just go excited when we get to play football, you know. I think that's uh you know, some people, you know, there's there's outside pressures and whatnot, but at the end of the day, man, we're playing football and this is what we love to do and sometimes we get fear, uh, confused with love and so man there is nothing to fear. You know, that's the message I'm you know, trying to tell the team. It's just man we get to go out there and play football and we uh so blessed and gifted uh, out there, we got a hell of a team. So man, we just excited. We're just excited. I, I could hear it in your
1: voice, James. Like you'd you'd play it right now if I told you kickoff was in 15 I'm, minutes. I'm,
5: I'm, yeah, I'm ready right now. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. We can play on Sunday. <laughs> but I'm, I'm I'm taking advantage of every day we got up until then just to keep keep building it, uh, building this armor up, um, and just go out there swinging.
1: Plus your quarterback, your quarterback had an interesting off season, James. I'm sure you uh, you noticed what was yeah. going on with Kyler.
5: How's he doing? Yeah, man, just, uh, he has growth, though. You know, he had a, I think he, uh, grew this offseason for sure. You know, he, of course, a couple headlines and whatnot, but, man, he, just being by his side, uh, through it, um, you know, us and the whole team, you know, we can, we, we just see the growth in him and just know that he, uh, man, he just stayed down and just worked, you know, try to talk about his name, his character, all that, whatever, um, but we know the real K1, you know, we with him, and so, uh. Yeah, no, he's juiced up, he too, you know, one that takes care of everything.
1: When you say growth, can you give me an example of that, James?
5: You got one for uh, me. I mean, growth is this, sir, the only way you can grow is, uh, you know, when you go go through things maybe that's uncomfortable for you or that you or you put in a position that you necessarily uh, can't have control over or don't want to be in, you know, but he made it through, you know. Um, you would know with time. And so, yeah, man, just growing. Just growing. That's the best way I can put it. You know, you go through some, and, he, and he's, still, he's still here playing good ball, you know, so. He just growing.
1: Well, I mean, do you, do you, I know you don't speak for another man or another person. Certainly, another teammate. Certainly not somebody as important as Kyler Murray. But when when everything was going on about his iPad and you know and needing to study or mandated and during the week, and they would check and all of that business that that, that clause that eventually came out of his contract, how? How was he? Did you call him? Were you around him at any point in that time? That that very long ninety hour period, I imagine? Uh-oh.
5: We were no, we were just in training camp and uh still attacking each day, you know. Attacking each day. That's our brother. So uh we just let the outside noise, you know, do what they do. You know, that's what that's what the media, that's what they, they wanna Paint pictures and whatnot. We was just in training camp, grinding, putting our head down, showing up and working. So, um, yeah, he he can answer better for you, but and we was just attacking, attacking each day because we 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 know the vision that we have as a, as a team.
1: James Connor uh, of the Arizona Cardinals here on the Rich Eisen show. I don't know if. You saw Desmond Howard. You know Desmond uh, on ESPN. I don't. Did you see who he predicted he's going to make the college football playoffs? James, did you? Oh see yeah, it?
5: University of Pittsburgh. <laughs> yes, he did. So you
1: did see that. Um, yeah. What do you think about that, James Connor?
5: What do you think? Man, my my university, man. They, uh, I love what they're doing. They are they're, they're, you know, coming off of a championship. There was the ACC championships, and uh, it's just it's just you know you just want to leave a place better than you found it, you know. And uh, I never. Um, I never got a chance to win an A P T championship. So, uh, it just makes me proud to see them doing that, seeing the draft picks. You know, I'm excited for Pickett, doing this thing in Pittsburgh. Um and I just, uh, you know, the, the mentality. I know Car- uh, Coach Narduzzi, you know, the mentality and, uh, you know, the type of coach that he is, man, them boys are going to be ready. And so uh, it's not far-fetched, you know, for them to, to to make big noise and be in that playoffs. You know, they, the people won't act surprised, but, you know, we're the University of Pittsburgh, and we can play with anybody.
1: Well, your former coach in Pittsburgh, uh, in Mike Tomlin, uh, says he's it, made it seem like he has made a decision who his starting quarterback is going to be in Week 1 against the Bengals. But he's not letting anybody know right now. Um, if he is potentially on the fence, w- what would you tell him about Kenny Pickett? Unless you, unless you
5: have had this conversation with him, I don't know. But w- what do you that, James? <laughs> no, I didn't talk to him. Um, okay. But um, no, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I, I know Kenny had a great preseason, but mm-hmm. all the QBs uh, did, and uh, I'm a fan. Of, I'm a fan of all those guys of Mitch, you know, and Mason, and so um, you know they're gonna evaluate. See what they got, uh, who they want to take the field week one, but um, you know, I feel like uh, all those guys are capable. So, so I don't know if you to see,
1: I don't know if you saw, Pickett did leave his mark on college football for sure. Uh, they they outlawed the the fake slide, they outlawed I mean, that the fake slide. I
5: mean, yeah, yeah, that was a, that was a heck of a play, that was a heck of a play. Can Kyler
1: do that? <laughs> Kyler can do that, right? If asked. He could probably yeah, do that. Yeah, he could do that. <laughs> in his sleep, he probably can do that, right?
5: Yeah, that's what he'd do. You know, he's he's an incredible athlete.
1: You might lose your head, though, in the NFL, though, if that happens. And I don't mean lit- uh, figuratively, I mean literally. You know, no yeah, one can do that, right? You've got to be careful. You've so. got to be
5: careful, no doubt about it.
1: James Conner, great to chat with you, sir. Let's uh, talk during the season. Let's do it. Let's do it. All, All right, Rich, I'll talk soon. I'm, I'm rooting for you, as always, James. Thanks for the call. I Appreciate it. That's All right. Right. <laughs> right back at you. That's James Conner, everybody, of the Arizona Cardinals rb1 think about it right pittsburgh told him see you later yeah i know i know he laughed when i said um you know uh maybe you spoke to to tomlin about it i don't know if he holds anything uh, against him there he laughed no he's like yeah i didn't i didn't speak to him about it (laughs) but i i want to get it exactly right here so if you don't mind me because i don't
0: um, what are you looking for, Rich?
1: Uh, he he was in. He had um, Hodg- Hodgkin's lymphoma, is what he had. Yep. that's what James Conner had. Stage two Hodgkin's lymphoma, a blood cancer that affects the immune system, and this was um, during college. And Pittsburgh drafted him, right? Hometown kid, mm-hmm. you know all about his story. Yeah.
2: It was They're amazing. It was, he, When he came back from that, that season that he had was just unbelievable because he – I mean, you go through something like that. Exactly. Sure, in his mind, he's thinking – well, maybe not. I was going to say in his mind, he's thinking his career is over. But after listening to him talk, as we have before, and you just said you don't know if he harbors ill will towards Tomlin or anything, right. when you listen to him talk, you just get the feeling that James Conner is the type of man who doesn't really – Harbor ill will. It seems like he just grinds and moves forward. And if it happened, you know, we move on and we yep. just we have a goal and we're just going to keep you know He's marching there, towards that. that goal. So been there, done but I, uh, Just like you, a huge James Conner fan. Out too. of too. And um, right, because he got nothing that, but the best for the dude, man. Because he got that shot in Pittsburgh,
1: Le'Veon Bell, as we all remember, and he would sat it out and so that and he out that year until, until he until he had a the dreaded high ankle sprain mm-hmm. and he couldn't finish. James Conner was like the darling waiver wire fantasy pickup of that year. He was terrific in that role in Pittsburgh. And then the next year didn't perform nearly as well. And that was the end of his tenure in Pittsburgh and Arizona got him. And it was one of those. Oh, okay. All right. And then he Chase Edmonds, Kenyon Drake and him. And then Kenyon Drake wound up on the Raiders. And then it was just.
0: He became a touchdown machine. He did.
1: Yeah. Right around, like, week three, week four of last year. Yeah. And now he's RB1. That's why I want to ask him, like, you are RB1. You are the starting running back. I don't think he's had that professionally. I don't think he's ever started week one as the RB1 of a team. Did he the year in after 19? in Pittsburgh? Uh, I, uh, maybe. Maybe. I'm just starting to, where you come out of training camp, it's it's your run
2: game. It's your run room. James. And that was his second year um, when he had the, the breakout 12 touchdowns. So – But, yeah, at 19, I'm not sure who was RB1 for the Steelers then.
1: Let's take a break right here on the Rich Eisen Show. And the phone lines are lit. We are thrilled to see that. Still to come in, hour number three, Chris Brockman's got burning questions about every single team in the National Football League. We're going to run them down day by day right up until kickoff of next week. Absolutely. Uh, And then uh, if you missed what Kyle Shanahan had to say yesterday about – Bringing Jimmy Garoppolo back as the backup to the quarterback who is replacing him. (laughs) Wow. Um, We'll talk about that in hour number three here on this very busy Wednesday edition, final day of August edition of the Rich Eisen Show. on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit JDPower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or SleepNumber.com.
3: Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts.
1: Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think paula while certainly
2: you can mess up on a million dollars a year it is far less likely than it is on thirty thousand dollars a year right i would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was
3: super tight it was hundred percent you need to make more money
0: make smarter choices and build a better life afford anything wherever you listen
1: callaway chrome soft <laughs> engineered chrome soft to be the best tour ball And it didn't just make it the best players better these golf balls have made everyone better men women first-time major winners repeat major winners club champions business golfers the chrome soft family is the best tour performance for every type of performance the chrome soft regulars for the most players out there chrome soft x chrome soft xls are for the more experienced players out there every chrome soft is enhanced with precision technology which uses designs techniques and manufacturing specifications up to one one-thousandth of an inch. This ensures they're the highest quality, most consistent, fastest golf balls possible. So when you add it all up, it's so simple. Chrome Soft is better for the best and better for everyone. Find out which Chrome Soft is right for you at CallawayGolf.com ChromeSoft. Let's go to Bill in California here in, uh, on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Bill?
0: Hey, Rich. How are you? I'm a, nine, I'm a Niner fan. All right. Your thoughts, sir? The fan base is generally extremely impatient. I'm an outlier, though, because of my supreme patience regarding Trey's development this year. Okay. Do you remember how inconsistent Josh Allen was early in his career? Sure. He played only two years at Wyoming, one year more than Trey, and he completed just 56% of his passes. In his first year with the Bills, he completed 52%, in his second year, 58%, and 69% in 2020 when he fully arrived. Mm-hmm. And so the only time I want to see Jimmy on the field this year is if Trey gets banged up. That's it. Regardless of wins and losses. I agree
1: with you. I I agree with you wholeheartedly. And and, and that is what appears to be the case, Bill, as to what um, Kyle Shanahan has set the table with. And we're going to play his sound bites, um, his highlights, if you will, of his press conference yesterday, his conference call yesterday with the media explaining what happened and what he's told all the players and how he thinks it's going to work out. The question is, is how patient will he be, uh, you know, if the struggles are so significant that he'll have to turn to Garoppolo, and you just know if that happens, then uh, you're going to have to rehabilitate Lance in many different ways that uh, I I hope doesn't happen, to be very honest with you, because that would be particularly harmful unless the 49ers win it all anyway. You know, I I agree with you that the ups and the downs have to be – have to be gone through they you've got to go through them you've got to um, navigate them you've got to expect them and then you've got to work through them because that's what happens most of the time unless he can come out of the box looking like Justin Herbert looking like Mahomes and looking like every other kid that came out of uh, a first round top five pick and or top six pick and and crushed it you know that's my two cents on that
0: yeah and uh Something else I, I want to make sure I say is that going forward, talking to you, Rich, will always be a special memory for me.
1: Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Right back at you, Bill. Thank you. That's Bill in California. That's so nice of you to say that. I appreciate that. Let's, uh, let's uh, make sure I wanted to get out of the conversation with Bill uh, fast before he said, sight, before he, yes, he said. <laughs> before he's punking me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> ah, just
1: kidding. It's <laughs> <laughs> exactly oh, yeah. why he's got out of that conversation very fast. <laughs> That's
2: it's not a lie <laughs> if you believe it.
1: All right. Now I'm looking down at our call sheet here. That's let me great. just set this up. This is are, are the, the caller is in, indeed it, uh, the individual. Indeed, okay. yeah, but indeed. before we bring him in, um, let me just recount again what Susie and I saw on Saturday night here in Los Angeles, California one of Susie's favorite bands, okay? You know, I, I don't think anybody tops in her world Bruce, okay? Springsteen's number one, and then everyone else is down the list. There's Coldplay, who, who, who I've seen. I've seen Bruce with her, and I've seen Coldplay with her. She's never seen The Killers, and she loves The Killers, and she's gotten me into the into the band, The Killers. And so... um, we i took her on saturday night to bank of california stadium the new soccer stadium you've been there right chris i've
2: been there a few times it, it is awesome it is awesome it's awesome. And it's a
1: hell of a venue and i i've never seen a concert there but anyway so we go to see the killers and uh brandon flowers just has the entire place in the palm of his hand but he also has the presence of mind to look out in the crowd and see what's in the, who's in the crowd and there was an individual who held up a sign and I, I don't want to... you know. I, I think I remember exactly what it said, but we're going to find out exactly what it said in a moment. But it was an individual saying that he's suffering from cancer and he could come up and he p- could play a song with the band. Um, and he comes up and crushes it. They took him out of the crowd and he crushed it. And I took a video of it because it, it was truly one of the most remarkable things I've ever seen. And I know bands take people out of the crowd sometimes and do you know put them on the stage but I've never seen this moment uh that I saw because he not only crushed it but he also was living his best life fighting cancer and ready to play drums on reasons is what I think the 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 sign said and reasons is is shorthand for the song for reasons unknown which wasn't I don't believe on the set list and so I put that out there. Rex Chapman, God bless him. This is right up his alley of, of cleansing your timeline. He, um, he retweeted it, and it's gotten a lot of views. And is this, in fact, what's happening, Christopher? Uh, yeah,
2: uh, his name is Joel. He's from Fresno, California. He's online
1: too, Rich. Joel, uh, f- who was uh, such a delight to see uh, living his best life at the Killers concert. Killing it like he was uh, Ronnie Vanucci uh, Jr., the actual drummer of, of of the Killers here on the Rich Eisen show. Is this you, Joel? Yeah, that's me. How you? Uh, congratulations!
3: What a moment! <laughs> Are you on cloud nine still, brother? Or what, Rich? I'm on another planet still, man. Uh, and I'm sitting in an effusion chair right now at the cancer center, uh, <sighs> and just. I mean, I can't imagine a happier life.
1: So, um, okay, you're a third-grade teacher, correct, Joel? Is that what you do for a living? And I do, yeah. Okay, so w- w- what What was your plan that night? Did you really think you were hopefully going to get up
3: there that night? On that yeah, stage? Well, I mean, I, I acted as though I would, because, I mean, you're always visualizing the end game. And... Uh, so i made the sign all my friends were were there you know shining their cell phones on it and we made a whole lot of new friends there in the pit uh who were eager to help because they they all got in on the plan um i had some more signs with uh arrows on them and uh, (laughs) my friends held those up too pointing at me okay and And your sign uh,
1: your sign read exactly what what did it say Again, Joel?
3: Yeah, the, um, fighting cancer and ready to play drums on Reasons. I thought I saw that. So, and, I, you, you know, I wanted Brandon to know, like, I meant business. So, <laughs> I, I <laughs>
1: ah, well, then you showed everybody in that stadium you meant business. Uh, so do you play drums in a band? Is, it, uh, What's your background on that? So
3: it's been like 20 years since I've played with, with other people. What? Um, I met my wife when I was touring with my band. And, um, you know, it was so funny because we used to walk around and people tell us, like, oh my gosh, you're with the band. I want a picture with you. And me being the drummer, I, I was always the guy they gave the camera to because mm-hmm. no one ever recognized me.
0: Mm-hmm. But
3: then my wife's a drummer and she knew who to look for. And uh, she didn't give a crap that I was in the band, which was. <laughs> So alluring <laughs> <laughs> means you found the perfect uh, partner. That's for sure. That's that's Absolutely. for sure. Absolutely, she's my uh, she's my greasy wheel with this cancer fight, mm. and uh, always getting the grease.
1: Right. So uh, the look on your face. I think you mouthed the words, I, "I can't believe this." Right. When you got when you got up on the stage, where they took you up on the
3: stage. And and put so you on the I, drum set. I looked right at her and, and and said,
5: oh my gosh. That's right. That's what it was, right? <laughs> and
3: and I, that, was, I was actually talking about just the drums themselves. Because, like, my first impression was like, man, these are nice. <laughs> yeah, <I bet. laughs>
1: Yes, they were, I bet. And then you just, you got in a zone, Joel. You were awesome. You were incredible. And I know so many people who were at that concert And that's what we took out of it. Uh, Lindsey Buckingham showed up, uh, you know, to to take part uh, in in the encore scene, Go Your Own Way. And that was incredible. But that still was second to the best thing I saw that night. And that was you. And we're looking at the selfie and looking at you. Unbelievable. What did you say to those guys when it was all over?
3: What did you say? So when it was all over, they came and gave me a hug. And uh, I just... uh, you know, through in between breaths, I was like, "You guys just added years to my life." Mm. I'm so grateful.
1: Mm. What would yeah, you care to yeah, share with us? Sorry, what would you care to share with us about your your fight right now,
3: Joel? So, I'm I'm six years into the fight. Um, I have a rare cancer. It's a sarcoma, which makes up. Um, less than one percent of adult cancers and I have one of 50 some variations of that Mm. Um, there's no known cure or or treatment in fact I'm right now receiving an infusion for a a, a kidney cancer medication Um, and you know it's just clinical trial after trial I mean this cancer is so rare. I was actually misdiagnosed uh, back in 2010. They thought I had a like a sports injury uh from doing triathlons. And I was like no, I never never got hurt and they're like well, come back in 5 years and we'll check it out again. And 5 years later I got a I got a stage 4 cancer diagnosis. It had gone from my leg to my lungs and so if it had been caught soon enough, I could have maybe had surgery and, and, and been cancer free. Um, and you know, I carry that and that's a, that's a tough thing to, to live with because I I really love the person I get to be now. Um, you know, Saturday night wouldn't happened if, if that hadn't happened to me. And it's just like, when you're faced with a ticking clock, that's that loud um the whole world gets a lot more colorful and opportunities to take chances and you know dream big are it's not really optional it's just like you you got to just get out there and take it
1: well joel stetler um you took it and i i I will never forget it nor will my wife (laughs) nor will anybody in that place and i know um just seeing you take advantage of that moment uh or live your best moment there you were terrific it was great and just seeing how the band reacted and how the crowd reacted it was just awesome
3: it, it was it was a beautiful moment and Every, like I, everyone in the pit was giving me high fives after. I was like, okay, we're all family now. Like, we're <laughs> yeah. pit family. Sorry for blocking your view for the first half of the show. <laughs> with all my arrows? With all my, <laughs> awesome. with uh, all my you arrows. Know, you said yesterday, or the day before, when you are talking about the concert, mm-hmm. uh, you quoted, uh, I think it was Wayne Gretzky.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: Um, yep.
3: And I was talking with my wife about that. And uh, I think my biggest takeaway from what you were saying was, and I'm going to tell this to everyone I know now, you got to live your life. you got to take chances so that when people talk about what you did, they've got to quote Wayne Gretzky when they do it.
1: Like I said, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take, but you also can make 100% of the moment that you have in front of you when you get the opportunity and, and it's, it's, it's so difficult to do that. It's so difficult to just say, go for it. And it's so difficult to live in the moment and, and crush it. And, and that's what I took away from it. That's what my, my wife Susie took away from it. And I think it's what everybody took away from it. Truly. Uh, I've, I've, I've met people who were at the concert through, you know, or didn't know that my friends were there. That's all they're talking about were you, Joel. And <laughs> it's true. They would talk about you and, and your moment. And I will never forget it. And, Let's just, let's, now that we're in contact here, um, let's stay in touch. Okay, Joel? Let's do that. I'm for it. Okay, I'm going to follow you on Twitter Absolutely. and then let's, let's exchange information and whatever I can do to help. I know you've got a foundation, right? Running Buddies project. I've got about a minute and a half before my, my radio yeah. stations jump, but
3: you wh- know, what can you tell uh, me? Running, running Buddies was uh, a, a project that, that we, we definitely. Kind of went for there, but I'm mostly excited to be supporting the Brave Light like Gabe organization um, and a couple others that I'll tell you about later.
1: Okay. Well, everyone can follow you at hey underscore Mr. Underscore Stetler, and your third grade students must have uh, a great time in your class and have their future made brighter and their minds expanded and their hearts bigger. And my my world is better for having seen your performance, which it was. <laughs> And, um, and I appreciate you reaching out, man. And I'm so glad that we are going to be in contact now. Joel.
3: Oh, man, me too. Thank you so much, Rich. You bet. Be you well. Win, Joel.
1: Yeah. And thanks right. for calling Thank in and you sharing again. your story. That's Keep a... it up, Joel. Beautiful. That's, that's uh, my new friend, Joel.
2: That was awesome. But wouldn't you say he's kind of like our friend now? Yes. Like we're, you're here, Mr. Hand. And, yes. You it's you know. all our time right <laughs> that here. That's oh, amazing,
3: though. Bad. Yeah.